Uh, by the way, if if we if we mentioned that uh, we have to store the solar energy for that long uh, moon lunar lunar night, uh, there is one other special uh, special energy energy storage solution we can talk about, and uh, and the lunar environment helps uh, helps. Uh, Perhaps this solution, so that that they are uh, there. There are the spin wheel solution where you have a, a certain amount of mass uh, in a in a cylinder format, and then you spin it to a really high speed. Uh, I think the spin wheels are are working uh, in the in the in the level of uh, ten thousand uh, RPM. Something like that. So, so they they are they are spinning fast, uh, and uh, for that on the uh, in in Earth uh, we are using uh, housing for these because uh, we evacuate uh, that housing. So it there there should be the the highest possible level of vacuum inside. So no friction should uh, slow down the spinning wheel. The, the spin wheel inside that. And also we are using uh, sometimes uh, magnetic bearing uh, for the for the axis uh, to to lower the the friction also. So that way this uh, spin wheel can store the energy for longer time uh, with less uh, uh, loss. So decreased loss. And on the moon, uh, what is uh, special? Uh, we have vacuum everywhere on the surface, so we don't have to uh, worry about the vacuum. It's it's already given. And also, we have uh, uh, one sixth of the gravity only. That means that when you when you when you make the magnetic bearing, uh, the, the the forces are going to be lower. So that 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 means uh, we can have uh, perhaps a good energy storing uh, bigger spin wheels on the moon, only with the fence around it, so the no one should go there and touch it because of why not? But so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the idea of this is obviously conservation of motion. So you, you're Absolutely. you're using kinetic energy to spin up the wheel, and then that kinetic energy through conservation of motion keeps going. And then whenever you need that energy back in the grid, you can then siphon off some of the kinetic energy and turn it into electrical energy. Absolutely, absolutely. This is this is a proven technology here on Earth. So they are using that for uh, power grids uh, also to equalize the. Uh, the power uh, the voltage level so if if there is too much power in and uh, not enough uh, consumer then uh, they are storing the energy into these and and on the on uh, on the opposite also so so that 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 is also an interesting uh, possibility on the moon this energy storage yeah, and as you said, with one six gravity, you can make them much bigger than you can on Earth. So, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think on Earth, they—I mean, that—that's not going to be something to the Moon, 
but on Earth they sometimes use water as uh, like a battery. So you can have a dam and a couple of lakes of water and you can just use it as a battery. Yeah, so that I can actually tell you all about that because where I'm from, we actually have a hydroelectric dam. And uh, there's one, it's called the Electric Mountain in North Wales. And effectively, you have a lake at the top of the mountain and a lake at the bottom of the mountain. And then they have a place where they let the water through and it go, travels through a almost downward large water shaft and then hits turbines and spins the turbines up and then the water goes. And then they can pump that excess water back up the mountain to the other lake so and uh, they've actually um done a really good job as well of doing this without disturbing any of the local wildlife which is really good yeah that's 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 great because uh i think renewable energy is the is the way to go so the uh, on, on uh, if we if we can manage to do that on the moon as well that 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 would be that would be nice and the rovers are a good example for that so so yeah with the with the uh, radioactive uh, battery uh, you can you can uh, use a rover for quite a long time for example perseverance but uh, if you manage to solve uh, that the solar panels can always uh, produce electricity it can it can even work even even uh, for longer term so did, did we have any other launch concepts yes 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 of course uh, <laughs> there are some interesting uh, concepts uh, for for uh, for launching uh, something and and the the main uh, the point of these concepts are always we should use something from uh, from the from the lunar surface uh, energy or uh, infrastructure uh, which make the launch uh, easier in the sense that uh, we don't have to ha uh, have to uh, have or produce as as much fuel as otherwise so the other concept is 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 quite interesting and it is it could work for for uh, non non human payloads so for materials uh, fuels and that's called the uh, spin launch and uh, this concept is now uh, being developed uh, here on earth in the US there is a spin launch company which is uh, doing that and the, the concept is is quite simple you have uh, a rot rotating uh, uh, structure. Uh, it can be only uh, two radius, uh, two actually, um, yeah. Horizontally, <laughs> so something like, vertically. yeah, yeah, uh, and and then you you spin it uh, up to to really high. Uh, tangential speeds and then when it is uh, going fast enough then you just release it and then your payload your spacecraft your rocket 
has a, an initial speed which can be which can be really high and uh, here on earth uh, the problem is the biggest problem is the atmosphere itself because when you are when you are going uh, with a high speed with a high velocity uh, the air friction is getting really really high so it is it is uh, not uh, linear not even on the second uh, second power so i think it 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 goes uh, to the fourth power something like that the the air friction the force which is generated uh, against uh, the moving uh, body in the air and uh, for that so to solve that uh, the here on earth the spin launch company plans to build uh, a disc-like building, which is evacuated, so which uh, they they are creating vacuum in that building, and in that building they are spinning up the payload, and when it's uh, in the right speed, there is a small tube that uh, that can where where this uh, small rocket actually it's a small rocket can exist that, but on the moon we again have the or the luck not to have an atmosphere at all so so it on the moon it would be like build a high tower or high enough tower uh, which is put a wheel on on it and then you put your payload on that and the counterweight on the other side or another payload and then you will have a twin launch uh, in a in a, in a just the opposite direction and you just spin it up and you spin it up with with using local energy on the moon you don't have to put that into your rocket uh, uh, in a form of fuel and then when you when you reach the proper uh, velocity which which can be 1.6 kilometer per second you just release the two payloads and they are uh, leaving your uh, uh, spin launch complex in opposite directions and that that that's uh, that's a quite nice concept but if you uh, do the math and uh, calculate what should be the acceleration forces uh, for for a certain diameter structure you realize that it is not for humans so for <laughs> to make it uh, good enough for humans you have to have i think 40 kilometers uh, in radius or in uh, diameter it doesn't really matter because 40 40 kilometer big structure that you are going to spin up no not not so possible and also also not is it is it's not so needed because you can you can use this magrail concept which can be actually better. Yeah, that that is an interesting concept, by the way. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm just imagining it now. Like when you were describing it, I was just imagining it. And I was just like, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it 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 will be interesting to see if uh, the the spin launch company, which actually exists and they are de developing this kind of uh, launch uh, system on earth and they are aiming uh, to use it for small payloads and uh, the big advantage would be that uh, what they are aiming for is uh, 
they can launch uh, quite frequently. So, so for example, they can launch every half an hour or something like that. And uh, of course, small payloads. Uh, these could be small payloads. Uh, of course, uh, the payload has to withstand the high acceleration force, and that. But uh, but we know such uh, machines as well and electronics as well because uh, they are building uh, electronics uh, in uh, gun uh, bullets actually. Uh, what is uh, not so big guns into big guns bullets uh, and they are having uh, electric circuits in it uh, to guide and uh, to know when to explode. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, referring back to the electric uh, uh, pumped generator, uh, this having the high uh, reserve and the low lake, and you just pump up. The... So on the moon, it's uh, it's even worse than on Earth. So uh, on Earth, already you have to use a lot of water, uh, cubic kilometers of water. To end and and uh, you have to try to find the the highest uh, place where you can put the upper reserve, and uh, so to have uh, the 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 biggest height difference, because uh, gravity is is not so dense in the sense of uh, energy. So, and on the on the on the moon it's even worse. So. On the moon, it it uh, it it is not a. It's not a. Uh, option. It's not a not a real option to to move something up to a lunar mountain or to move something up to a really high uh, lunar tower, which we build, because uh, the stored energy would be not so much, not enough. So that's yeah. Yeah. I remember you had a great idea how to get buildings under the regolith. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's uh, the regolith is a, is a regolith, and the moon dust is a is a bit. Sometimes it's it's shown as a big problem because of uh, it is uh, going everywhere. It is uh, even uh, going uh, under the astronauts' uh, suit. And uh, it can go into the machines. It can it can cause some problems there, problems there. But uh, but as as we know, uh, the the surface of the moon in uh, some regions are covered with uh, several meters of uh, lunar dust and regolith. And these these are uh, little stones or even in in the form of dust. And what we know uh, in Earth that if we just uh, have a big amount of, of sand and if we uh, make some, uh, if we lead some uh, gas into this one and make it, uh, distribute it evenly and push the gas into it. Uh, there is going to be uh, small gas uh, bubbles, let's say, in in the in the dust in this uh, sand structure, 
which is uh, going to change the behavior, the physical behavior of the sand. So it is uh, starting to act like liquid. Uh, there are some nice demonstration videos about it. Yeah, so yeah. Good example it. about this is a video by Mark Rober, where he makes a swimming pool out of sand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 nice. And uh, so on the moon, we have uh, this lot of uh, several meters of uh, regolith and uh, moon dust. And what if we uh, put a, a tube into it and somehow distribute in a, in a certain surface uh, under it, uh, let's say, three, five or seven meters deep, something like that, and push the gas, some kind of gas? Which we can find, of course, on the on the moon, because we 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 want to use everything from the moon, and I, I think actually I think the the most common gas that what we could get on the moon is oxygen. I think, right? Yeah, I think the regolith is around forty percent oxygen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we push the gas into it, and uh, perhaps we can. Uh, uh, move it a bit with uh, vibration or uh, that uh, kind of uh, mechanic uh, mechanical impact, uh, impact. Yeah, exactly. That that one, and then it starts to act like a liquid, which is which is a bad thing if there is, there is an astronaut standing on that because it can sink into it but if uh, if we are prepared for that and we are doing that just for uh, just uh, for that purpose then we can place a, a habitat module on the surface of that of that uh, moon dust uh, region we and then apply this uh, method and uh, and the lunar dust can uh, will be will act like water and then we can sink actually into this uh, our habitat module, and uh, we sink it until it is going to be covered by uh, the regolith and lunar dust. And of course, it it should have a tower that that goes over, uh, to the surface, so we uh, so the habitants can go out and uh, out and in and out from there through that tube. But that way, perhaps it is easier to to put it down, comparing to excavating that much uh, material and put it on on the top of that. And uh, why it is good? It uh, it is good uh, because of uh, mainly two, uh, three purposes, uh, three different purposes. One is a thermal protection. So if it's if it's in the regolith, it in the in the in there. It is not going to uh, feel uh, the the really high temperature differences between the lunar uh, day and lunar night, which uh, which are uh, how many two two hundred uh, uh, Kelvin. I'm, I'm not the sure difference. about the exact numbers, but let's say from around min one minus hundred one hundred minus Celsius to about hundred Celsius. Yeah. Yeah. 
so so it's uh, 200 is the difference between that so it's it's not going not going to feed that this is what this is only one thing the other a very important thing is re uh, radiation protection we were already talking about so it it is going to reduce the amount of radiation in the habitat and the third is uh, what we also mentioned uh, this meteorite uh, protection so if it's if it's under the surface uh, it is not going to uh, have any problem if a small meteorite hit the surface because uh, the regolith will act like a shield in this case so that uh, that is uh, the idea and uh, it i also thought about perhaps uh, another method uh, where we can somehow put uh, an inflatable module uh, under the regolith perhaps this way also so making it uh, easier to put it down in some to whatever uh, meter deep and uh, make the similar method to liquefy uh, the surface and then uh, we just inflate the module uh, down there and it is going to be covered with regolith as well. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's if, if the the technology, you know, well, we know that you can do this same effect with sand on Earth, but if you can just get some impact hammers and sink entire buildings into the moon, that would probably reduce the construction cost by quite a bit. I would yeah. think. But this uh, this impact hammers you mentioned. Uh, it is quite interesting uh, because on the earth uh, the grain of sand uh, they are rounded because of uh, we have the air we have the wind and uh, they are moving and uh, they get rounded and uh, of, uh, even even more in the waters of course but uh, but the lunar mo uh, dust particles they are they they have they are really sharp and uh, irregular form so they can connect to each other perhaps better so it can be it can be a problem so so they will act uh, in a different way probably yeah we I need have. some testing yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> but i mean now that we're really aiming to get back on the moon now's the time to be doing this kind of testing this materials research with what we've got there what can we use it for you know absolutely yeah yeah within a few years i think we could get like a couple of tons of lunar lego lunar regolith back to earth and do some do more tests on it yeah yeah with the, with the help of for example the starship perhaps we can have some yeah some material <laughs> back yeah thanks for listening it's been an interesting talk with Zabolsk Jaroj and I've been Mikko, the host of Deep Dive Fridays and joining me today have been... I've been Rich LB, co-host of Becoming Multiplanetary. I am Zabolsk from What About It? <laughs> Shortly. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.